Warning. Yes, it's one of those episodes. Me and my guests, we do use a little bit of profanity, but we use some. So if you are offended by profanity, you may want to skip this episode. But hey, catch up on all of my previous episodes at anchor.fm slash Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 10 of What Shayro Thinks About It. Stuff on my mind that forms into words and then actually comes out of my mouth. I am Shayro. This week's topic, well not necessarily just a topic, but hey, it is Women's History Month. Today, do I not only have a topic, but I have some guests who will go through this with me. Amazing that this is Episode 10 and these ladies are a perfect 10 in my book. I have with me the ladies of the Unestablished Podcast. Yes, Constance, Jawanda, and Monique. Join me to discuss if it is a woman's responsibility to ensure that her man is on the same level as she is if she has somewhat established herself in this world. You already know, if the ladies are on, then we are going to be doing some cussing. If your ears are sensitive to that, then it's just what it is. <laughs> you are excused and you can skip this episode, but you will miss a really great episode. Hi, this is Shayro. Thank you for being a listener to my podcast. You can support this podcast by buying me a coffee. Yes, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash Shayro, C-H-E-T-R-O, and donate to the What Shayro Thinks About It podcast. The money collected will be used to purchase additional equipment for the podcast. Remember, that is buymeacoffee.com slash Shayro, C-H-E-T-R-O. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Ladies, welcome, welcome, welcome to the What Shayro Thinks About It podcast. You do not know this is an honor to have the ladies of the unestablished podcast, Constance, Jawanda, and Monique here in the house of Shayro. Ladies, <laughs> introduce yourselves. Tell us something about yourself. Oh, God. Um, I don't want to start. You know, I don't like talking first. <laughs> Where do y'all go? <laughs> you always don't like to go first. I don't. I hate I it. Know. I don't even know what to say. I feel you on that. <laughs> I nominate Monique. Go ahead, Mo. Wow. You got this girl. <laughs> Monique is unestablished today. She barely got on Riverside, but my name is Monique, one third of unestablished, of course. Um, newly found entrepreneurs trying to figure out this thing yes. of work life balance and um, new auntie to a niece um, by the name of Kinsley, who just steals my heart every day. But uh, outside of that, you can catch me in the streets with my fur babies, Bella and Luther. All right. Oh, shit. Mo should have went last. And <laughs> 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 look, I'll, look, I'm going to put the warning. Look, I got the understaffed lady. This is an E-rated show, okay? <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh. No, go ahead. We're going we to be ourselves oh. up in here. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Jawanda. I am a pharmacist by day, a podcaster by night. I am uh, married with no kids, no children. We just out here living our best lives, but, you know, together. Um, you know, that's all I got to say. <laughs> so if you're looking for kids, I have one for sale. 
No, thank you. They come Evans. with um, a price tag. I'm He's good. 21, so just put a TV in front of him on the computer and let him do his college work. Doesn't claim on my taxes. Right. No, <laughs> Now <laughs> The gray hair. <laughs> no, thanks. Well, my name is Constance, and I am a pharmaceutical rep, former teacher. Um, I ain't got no husband or children or fur babies, but I do have an adorable little niece um, who, unfortunately, I don't get to see every day. But when I do see her, she makes me ever so tired all the while, ever so happy. Um, but yeah, that's what I got going on. Oh, all righty. Well, as my few listeners, you probably know, I was a guest on the Unestablished Podcast a while back, and we just had it up. So we already know this is going to be E-rated because one, we can't control Constance's mouth, and I mean, we and we don't want to. You for <laughs> and, everybody, and the other ladies. A lot of my friends, they listen to the episode. They're like, "Okay, I had no idea about you." I'm like, "I know," <laughs> but I held back. Did you now? I, I did. I was. I knew I was going to be hosting an event uh, later on. Yeah, I was. Uh, what they call it, code switching. I was kind of code switching, and I knew some people. So I'm like, last night do a thing, even though I have another event coming up that I'm going to be hosting soon, which is going to be teaching about hosting a podcast or how or how to start a podcast and how to get guests and all that. So, but we're not holding back this time. If they don't like it, they'll be all right, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> Did, did y'all? I did not bring anything to drink but water. But I know on you all's podcast, y'all always have something. Did you all bring something to drink for this one? No, I have water today and what some uh, Gatorade. Water is very good. <laughs> it's essential. <laughs> you sipping on anything, Constance? I have a beer right here, but I'm not sure if I'm going to drink it during. <laughs> oh yeah, you are a beer drinker. That amazes yeah. me that you drink beer. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember. It's not Code 45, right? You're hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> what? <laughs> nah, I don't drink no motherfucking malt liquor. <laughs> <laughs> what do you drink? I know you're a beer drinker, though. I don't drink beer that often. I usually drink, like, ciders and stuff like that, like Original Sin or, um, I can't even think, the other ones. Cider Boys, sometimes Angry Orchard. I, I drink Corona extra. That's it. When I first came to Georgia, we went, some friends took me to Taco Mac. And at the time, I had not had a drink in Georgia. I'd been here probably like a good month or two. We went to Taco Mac, and they had some kind of blue lager, which was like a sweet beer, which mm-hmm. I'm like, this is not beer. This doesn't put any kind of hair on your chest or anything. But. <laughs> not all beer does. And I don't like it too damn strong now. Mm-hmm. I'm not even a drinker anymore. Y'all know about that. But right. Budweiser in a bottle used to be my my go-to beer because an uncle of mine, that's what he used to drink growing up. But then, but in college, uh, what was it? Uh, old E. Some friends of mine, they like to get the Old E, and we get that. Now, y'all going to hate me for this, but I used to mix Old E with Dr. Pepper. Beer and Dr. Pepper. I mean, <laughs> teach I mean, it all, man. Yeah, I, I don't know what that would be like as a combination. Right. I am not suggesting that you try it. it. It is not a suggestion to try. But I don't know. Just some reason I had a Dr. Pepper one night after we made our beer run. And somehow or another, it got mixed. And I'm like, mm. And everybody was just looking at me crazy like, are you drunk? I'm like, actually, I'm sober. But I would try it 
Because OD has like a charcoal taste to me. So something like that. That does not sound um, enjoyable. It, no. it, uh, it doesn't wasn't. sound too appealing. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't. Don't, do not try this while sober or drunk, okay? Goodness. You'll be cussing me out for it. <sighs> Mess death. Uh-oh. I, I must say about your last episode, that was the episode. And just so you know, the ladies of Unestablished, they are the host of the Unestablished podcast. You can find it on Anchor and any podcasting platform. Please go back and listen to them. I believe I was on episode 65. Go back and listen. Put the ratings up a little bit higher. You know, <laughs> <episode>. the number. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I saw something you held, you all had posted a clip. It's like from episode 65. You said episode 65, but it was um, a very funny guy. Oh, my goodness. I had his name in my mind, but. Alvin? Uh, Alvin. Alvin. I'm like, that's not episode 65, but you had a clip for him. But he, I remember you saying he was like the most highly rated, highest rated episode the first time he was on there. And he is just a trip. And the guests you all have had lately, like last week you had these, the Psalm, I can't say it right either, but she's a a professional wine person. I'm like, that's the perfect person for this episode because one thing you ladies know how to do is drink some wine. We love wine. That indeed. Mm-hmm. We learned quite a bit from her. She mm. was she was a blast to have on. I learned something from her. It made me want to go risk taking a drink of alcohol. Almost. No, don't don't, don't do that. that. I'm not going to do it. So, ladies, we just sitting around here on a lazy Monday afternoon. Uh, now, you all have the name Unestablished Podcast. You have to be a true follower. Yeah, put them out, Monique. A true follower to understand. All of you have professional jobs or entrepreneurships or side gigs. It's not like you were out there totally, really unestablished. You're more established than I was at 30. Mm-hmm. You have wonderful jobs, and all three of you are educated ladies. You're doing wonderful things out there in the world. And if I can say this, all of you are attached in some way. I'm, I'm giving that from a past episode where you all admit it. You are attached, and I follow you on Instagram as well. I know all y'all are attached to somebody. So mm-hmm. I, I was thinking back. My mother went to the all. Why can't I say the with Alcorn? She went to Alcorn State University, and she became a teacher. She was married to my dad at the time. She was finishing up Alcorn. She had given birth to my older brother. And when she finished, she came back and told my dad, okay, I went and got my education. Now it's time for you to go get yours. My dad was like, I have the job I want. I'm good. I don't need to. And he ended up working that job for the next 40, 44 years. Mm. Completely then worked about another 10 years afterwards, just working like one or two days a week to pay the insurance. So he was good. And he's like, I don't need an education. I don't need to be there at that level. So you as unestablished established ladies and you having significant others is it your responsibility to get that man gone constantly with that drink girl I, <laughs> took me totally out, out of character right. don't, don't be on. sorry I, I loved how you did that just out of nowhere but I just had to point it out so do you think it's your responsibility to get that man at your will or that significant other of yours and I know that all of you have established mates as well but Let's just say they didn't have that same college education as you or something. I remember there was a movie, Idris Elba, I believe, and Gabrielle Union. She was a lawyer. He was raising three girls, daddy's girls, something like that. Daddy's mm-hmm. little girls. Yeah. And her friends were like, what do you talk about? What conversation do you have? And 
So is it your responsibility to get that man to your level? No. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I, I mean, I, I guess it depends on what you feel like is your level. Because mm-hmm. I don't feel like someone who doesn't have a college education is incapable of carrying on a conversation with me, is incapable of loving me, is incapable of being a good partner. Um, now, if that's something that they want to do, those should be questions you're asking before you engage in a long-term relationship if that's something that you're willing to deal with. If it's not, you know, one of your standards and you don't want that, you want somebody who's college-educated and on your level already, fine. But you need to ask if they want that because I feel like that comes with resentment possibly down the line. Or, you know, you pushing something on somebody who may not want to do that. So... I don't feel like it's your partner's responsibility to tell you what to do. I mean, unless that's what you want. And in that case, you should be doing that shit before you partner. So that's how I feel about that. Communication, huh? Right. Yes. Ladies. My first thought was whether like that's uh, like Hansa said, whether that's your personal desire. Um, But I when you at first asked the question, my um, thought went to su- the support aspect of us being the girlfriend, the wife, whatever. Like, if I choose you as my significant other, then I'm going to support you to whatever degree you choose to go to. But whether it's my responsibility, no. Yeah. I noticed that shameless plug up there with your shoulder, Monique. What shameless plug? Yo, man's podcast. <laughs> oh, Lord. I didn't even know that you could see that. His his podcast oh, is not it. currently producing new episodes, so we can cut that out. <laughs> I've seen a, I've seen a few. I'm not editing that part, but I've seen a few. Jawanda. Um, I doesn't. I don't feel like um your partner have to be college educated. Um, I come from a family where the women actually went to college and most of the men went to the military. They're not college educated, but they're, I mean, they're people I look up to and I respect. I don't think you um, need to have a man that has that quote unquote education. Um, As far as a relationship goes, you definitely need somebody that is going to be supportive both ways and want you to be better in both ways. And that doesn't have to be in an educational aspect. Okay. Now, I, I'm thinking of a conversation I had with a friend of mine. They were not college educated, but they always point out to me, they say in high school, oh, you were so smart. We liked the way you were, that you went to college. We were so proud of you. I'm like, I am not smart, but I listen to people. And on top of that, I graduated with a, basically a C average in high school. And my first semester of college, I think I shared this with you all, was a uh, 1.8 GPA. <laughs> uh, so I was, well, I got to school and I party. <laughs> but we were having a conversation and the first thing she said, well, do you want to talk about stocks and bonds or would you like to talk about this? And I'm like, no, I do <laughs> talk about that with some people, but that's not the one. She's like, well, you know, you're college educated. I want to make sure I'm on that level. I'm like, why don't we just have a conversation and we just talk about what comes to mind with me and them. It's just all kind of crazy stuff. So, that conversation aspect, and Constance, you just said that you can have plenty of conversation with somebody that's not on the same educational level. So, for these ladies out there who are 
they they so in love with with I'm gonna say, throw Jeffrey out there. That's not anybody's man's name, right? I'm gonna throw Jeffrey out there. They are, Jeffrey. <laughs> Why? Jeffrey. <laughs> I don't know. That's what came to mind at the moment. Okay, but, Car- carry on. Sorry. Okay, so you got this lady. Let's say a PhD, like Dr. Davis here, but she loves Jeffrey. And Jeffrey out the high school, he basically got him a job at the factory. He was making good money. Jeffrey's good. What kind of conversation do you ha- do you hold with that person? Hopefully what, why does Jeffrey have interest, and why does I mean, it, right. it have to be a college level situation? Yeah. Agree. So what type of conversation has to be had if we're both happy with what we're contributing to the lifestyle that we are choosing to live? Right. I like I mean, those answers. I'm about to say it's not that you can't have a conversation, and I would think it would be the same as any first date conversation you would have. You're not. Trying to figure out what the man's social security number is and what his 401k holdings are. You trying to figure out what his favorite fucking color is and do you like your mama? Do you have siblings? What's your sibling's name? Have you always lived here? Where you from? You know, do what you do you have do? Allergies? Do you like it? How did you get there? You know, what's up? What? It's like a first interview questions. You're not. Yeah. I think that sounds like that. a first date I had with somebody years ago and it was all kind of things. And we're going to jump around here. You see on Instagram with these ladies talking about on the first day, oh, I need to be taken to a four-star restaurant, and you need to make this amount of money, and these are my bills. And I'm like, wait, what? I, I see why you ain't got nobody, baby. Because if that's how you starting out the conversation, I'm going to be like, let me have a check. We're we going to deal with this meal, but you're going to find yourself blocked or Either if you're not blocked, every time you call, I'm just looking at it. And I'm showing my friend, look at this idiot. She's still calling me. Jesus, man. Oh, my God. (laughs) I think there's a nicer way to have that conversation, though. Yeah. I mean, even as a woman, to present your desires and your standards to a guy, I think there's a certain way that you do it. And no, it doesn't have to be in the first conversation. But you figure out the things that really matter through through just general conversation. We don't have to list it all out and see if you match up. Because that means... The things that I'm listing is all that I care about. And that's not necessarily true. Yeah. And some, Did y'all and have a list? Yeah, but I yes. wasn't like... But I didn't present it the first time. Posting it on the wall. Hey, look at yeah. this. Check off which ones <laughs> you have. I mean, but I set expectations if you want to go further now. Like, you know, of course I don't mind. I, was, I, I like you. We cool. We homies. But... If this is going where we think it's going, like, are you dating a Mary? Because I'm dating a Mary. So if you want to date me and you intend to marry me, you don't have to get a college degree, but you have to you have to have a work ethic, you know, that shows me you and I are going to work together to, to live the lifestyle that we agree that we want to live. And you, you do whatever you want to do, but you got to hustle. You got to grind, good buddy, just like I do. Like, I have grinded to move professions and moved out of state. To make money, okay? I sold my soul to farmers so I can make money. <laughs> I left my passion in the classroom. But I said I wanted to live a specific lifestyle. I wanted to have money. And that's what this job has provided me. And if you want to be in this relationship with me, then you need to figure out where you're going to move and how you're going to maneuver through your job or whatever, start your own business, whatever you want to do. That's going to allow you to make money too. Because mm-hmm. we're we doing this together. You know, I'm not doing this shit by myself. If that's the case, I don't need you. Thanks. You know, that brings up like two or three other questions. You know, and it's not just, you know, getting on the educational level, but, you know, like you say, you need to be on the same hustle level. You know, if if I'm going to go out there, you as a lady, if I'm going to go out there and work a job nine to five, you're not going to lay on my couch. 
no. all day and play video games. Look here, and it's not the fact that you know women. A lot of women say, "I don't need a man." Uh, and I will respond back, "Well, I don't need a woman." Right. However, we both together can you know do something or take what we built and made something and whatever. I I've had this conversation about people like if I would have to find another person, like well, first of all, they got to come at the level you're at. They gave me brownie points, by the way. I'm like, I'm not finna go out here and find somebody that's on a lower level than you, per se. Uh, do they have to have a college degree? Not necessarily a college degree, but they need to have something about themselves uh, that they have a desire to do something. So yeah. we addressed the thing about the list earlier, and you did bring up a few more questions there. So if they don't meet everything on this list, because I have one friend. Yeah, I have a lot of female friends, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> long time ago she told me this list she had and she said the guy has to meet everything on this list i don't think she found him yet so y'all said y'all had a list so did your person did they check off everything on the list or did you have to like sacrifice something like you know what i can do without the mercedes but you're going to at least get me an infinity (laughs) (laughs) that's not the same but okay. that's very superficial. Like, yeah. <laughs> some very can superficial your, friends. <laughs> can your car get me from A to B, and you know, without Sometimes. black smoke coming out, without a tire rolling off, like with some AC at least, right? Some AC. Sometimes. <laughs> Look, I'm going through car issues right now, so yeah. <laughs> oh. When when I met my husband, he didn't have a car, so I mean, I remember that story. I, that wasn't something that I had on my list that he had to have a car, but he did have to have a drive and an ambition to want to be a better person than what he was, where he was at, at that point in his life. Congratulations. He just got his master's. Yeah, I'll be following y'all a few months mm-hmm. ago. Congratulations to him. Uh, I see that drive in him. But I remember that story you told about the story he, he walked from work and you were telling that. And I was like, now that's how you know somebody loves you. <laughs> And Jawanda loves EJ. <laughs> that, that's that's her baby. But so mm-hmm. name some things on that list or whatever you might be willing to sacrifice for the sake of the relationship. I feel like the only I mean I guess physical things. Yeah. That's the first thing to go. You have no control over that. No, like I can't help. I like the man. He's shorter than me. He ain't a lot shorter than me, but he's shorter. Because I was thinking I need somebody much taller than me, and I'm already fucking tall. So I was like, well, it is what it is. (laughs) A little shorter, and I'll be much taller than him in heels, and it's it's fine. He likes it. Whatever. That's kind of nice to me. So you're saying you would date an ugly man, what you're saying. I didn't say it, that. No, I said he was shorter, sweetie. <laughs> and if you'd have, don't mix up. Short and words. handsome. I don't, I don't know where. Those are not mutually exclusive, good buddy. I have no <laughs> idea where you got that shit from. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. Because like you said, you are a tall lady. Uh, you all know my best friend. She was telling me she was six one, six three, something like that. I'm 5'10". She had a problem with it, and she would say, you know, she only dates taller me, and her husband was taller. All the guys she ever really truly liked were taller. Mm-hmm. And she said she won't, she would never look at for a man shorter than her. And I always told her, that does not matter to me. You're my friend, you're my buddy. This is how we are. I can't, if you want me to put some heels on and make me taller than 5'10 so you feel comfortable, that's not me. You either with me or you with, or you're not. So we're just friends, but still. 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, some I mean, people have their non-negotiables. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, that's, maybe that's that just wasn't a non-negotiable for her. Important. And I already liked man. That couldn't help. You. It was shorter. Sure. I mean, it just kind of yeah. happened. Like, <laughs> I just started <laughs> liking him. Like, he just happened to be shorter. Oh, and your current, just, your hmm? current man is shorter than you. Yeah. Okay. You know, we, we've never seen pictures of him. You know, we have to Mm-mm. question whether you, you write know. for you write for. Hey, you do what you do, but <laughs> I have I have these. I told you, I have a lot of friends, and most of them are female because I, in my family, on my dad's side, my dad is the only one that had boys for a long time. So all my cousins on the side, my age, were girls. Finally, seventh grade, one of my cousins from Chicago moves back to, to Mississippi. He's a male, and that's the first time I had a male cousin, quote unquote, actually my age. So I always. Most of my friends are women because <laughs> I love women. <laughs> women and water are the best inventions God ever made. Uh, water. No, I have mercy. <laughs> you got to always have water. No matter everywhere God put a civilization, he put them near water. So you got to have water. You got to have a woman. So <laughs> best thing mm-hmm. God ever made was women and water. Some <laughs> Somebody listening to this be like, mm, the worst thing. The way I'm paying spousal support and child support right now, yeah, that's you, buddy. But oh my goodness! <laughs> but the shade, the shade, <laughs> the shade of it all. The shade of it all. There are some women paying child support because there are a lot of women, quote unquote, that made more mm-hmm. than the man, or they yeah. were the ones supporting them, and that's just how it go. But those I have friends, as I was saying before, they have a sister. That I've hardly ever seen. Uh, for my significant other, they've hardly seen them. We always question, do they really exist? So one time when they posted them online, I'm like, so y'all went out and hired someone to play the role of your sister because, you know, we've never seen them. So, you know, when people don't see your man on the Internet, like, does he really exist? None of your business. If he does or don't, I have him be happy and leave me the hell alone. Right. <laughs> I mean, people barely see me on the internet. The only fucking reason that I post exactly. shit is because it is a podcast. Because I remember the last time I posted my own damn personal picture. Most exactly. of that shit was two years ago. Look, the only reason I'm on social media, look, when I was selling drugs, oops, let me explain. Heavens. <laughs> when I was with TLC, what is that? Um, they have the stuff that has the, uh, um, whatever they call weed or something in it. So my upline told me I need to get on Instagram. So I got THC. CBD or something like that. You know, people are getting fired now because they tell saying it doesn't have it on the package and it really does. They go get drug tested and it's like, you do drugs. Like, all I do is this stuff. So when I was a drug dealer, <laughs> uh, that's how I got back involved with this. And then when I started with the podcast, when I started coming, I got back involved with social media. I like to be, I'm more of a stalker type. I like to see what other people are and they tell all their business and they say like, right. oh, this Same. person, this. And I just sit there looking, laugh. And Same. I'm a lurker. When it comes to social media, I don't, I don't want to put shit up. I just like to watch other people. <laughs> All right. But yeah. And you know, I keep turning around because like I say, I'm still kind of at the just over broke. I'm on lunch. <laughs> the hustle we wow. do. I'm serious. Say again? I said, I'm serious on your lunch break though. Hey, I was just happy when y'all accepted. I really... You know, like I said, I don't get excited about stuff until it happens. And the only person I told is always uh, Mo- the host of Monica's Voice, who has not posted podcasts in a long time. Yes, I'm calling you out. Uh, I told her, like, I got them booked, but you know, I'm not going to get excited until they actually show up on screen. And there they are. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Monica. 
Right. Hey, girl. <laughs> yes, gal. Mm. Marco calls herself mad at me right now, and it's my fault. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, it's a long story, but it's my fault. I'm, me being me, whatever. So, ladies, 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 ladies. Uh-huh. <clears throat> what's your current significant other? Mm-hmm. Let's reverse the roles here. What if, let's say they were more established, per se, and more educated, whatever, and they say, like, well, to be with me, you got you got to come up to this level. You got to be some. Yes, I said it the way they said you got to be like they. I'm the man. You gonna do what I'm gonna say? You got to get to this level if you're gonna be with me. How'd you feel about mm-hmm. that? How would we you feel won't, about that? We won't be. I better. wouldn't feel moved. No, no. there's no. <laughs> I don't. Moved. What the fuck is this? It's not a job interview, my guy. I didn't exactly. apply to, for this fucking position. So my my good buddy, like, mm-hmm. I ain't doing that shit. Well, you mm-hmm. go find that bitch because she sure as shit ain't me. I'm at where I'm at, and if I want to move, it'll be because of my own motivation. Right. I'll move if I fucking want to move. If you happy individually, that's great for you. Don't don't try and put that type of pressure on me. That's fucked up. This is why I love you, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's nothing else to say on that when we've given our conclusion. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> I, this is why I love you all because look, y'all are just straight up honest, brutal. You gonna say it? Look, I'm I'm already warning people. This is gonna be an e episode. I'm, I'm glad you just told everybody this is e for everybody. This is gonna <laughs> not e for no, not not Nintendo games. Oh, well. E for explicit. E for the end of Constance's name. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, my mouth is damn it. That's, I'm thankful that's I ain't why... got to be censored on here. Look, the last episode you all did, I think that's the least cursing you ever done on any episode. It Probably. Was. <laughs> we tried to keep it very professional. We did. It was worth it, though. That was a very nice episode. When y'all get nominated for an award or something, make sure you happen to play that the clips from that episode. And then, you know, you show some of Constance Ratchetness. But I, I just love you ladies because you're unfiltered. Really, that should be y'all show, the unfiltered show. I've been because I've been expecting y'all to change your logo to put a slash through the un. You know, you still the unestablished podcast, but you know by now you're what four or five seasons in, two years. I've been expecting that to happen, but really y'all are the unfiltered show. And anybody that I've had listen to you all, they're like, "Oh my goodness, they will say anything." And <laughs> I had my church ladies listening, and of course we knew a lot of the cuss words that they said as well. But it's just refreshing to hear it. <laughs> Oh, I was about to say, why you had the mothers the of the church people. listening to us? Yes. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my gosh. It's- they can relate. Whether the cuss words are there or not, the sure. whole point of Unestablished Podcast is that no matter at what age you are, what you know, socioeconomic status you are, you can still relate to all of the stories that we speak of. Because even if you are being pref- um, successful you have reached a new unestablished level. You have reached a level of life that you do not feel 100% confident in. You're learning, you're, you know, growing. So yeah, you're unestablished, whether it's financially in your educational um, status, like it doesn't matter. You are still unestablished. Yeah. Establishment is in the eye of the beholder. I mean, if you think you've arrived, claps for you. Right, because like, tomorrow you might be unestablished. <laughs> yeah, but like you right. said, it's almost like 
when you graduate from one grade to the next, you know, you go, seriously, it's like you was doing great. All A's, fourth grade, and you take your ass fifth grade, you don't know nothing. Mm. You good and coasting them first couple of weeks, and then you just like, well, damn. Okay, let me get my shit together. Let me figure yes. out what I need to do here. There's always room for improvement, a room to learn more. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Um, so, what if, and I've seen this happen a lot, what if your significant other finds out they've been called to preach and becomes a pastor? Especially, <clears throat> Miss Explicit. Well, I barely go to church as it is, so I wouldn't even know what to say. We know. I'd be like, okay. Well, baby, if Jesus has called you, let's do this thing. That's what you want to do. You want to no, preach? No, no. Let's, let's go. As go my dad on. told me when they had me on trial for deacon, he's like, uh, son, they didn't call you. They called y'all. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> they called y'all. So if God called him, he calls you too, future first lady. You can call me to do anything. <laughs> he called him. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Now, I will certainly be there in support. I right. will raise my mm-hmm. hands in prayer. I will direct quiet. That's what they want me to do, or at least supervise. Yeah. What you're not going to do is put me in a box. If I yeah. happen to be a first mm-hmm. lady, like, I'm here to support my husband. Yeah. Outside of that, the leadership of this church is not my responsibility. It is not. No, <laughs> it is not. Mm-hmm. Dr. Davis, you're being quiet over there. Come on, speak up now. Speak up. <laughs> Say it loud. Be proud. I don't know. I feel a little bit differently, I guess. Not necessarily that the leadership is not your responsibility, but the purpose as being a spouse is to be a support system and to be a backbone for your husband. So if your husband is a pastor of a church, which means, which means he is the leader of the church, then I would think your job would be to fill in where necessary, whether that would be the choir director, whether that would be you doing something with the trustee board or whatever, even though that's not your calling, that's still your other half. So I still feel like you should have some sort of, you know, emotion towards what he's doing or stance or thoughts. Mm. But the burden, I don't expect it to be as heavy on me. It will be because y'all in that same house, y'all dealing with whatever he deals, whatever he brings home, he's dealing with with the day. He's going to bring that home and you're going to have to help him deal with it. So even though you feel like, oh, this ain't my situation I have to deal with, it's going to become our situation because there's no way you're going to want your spouse not to talk to you about what he's doing. That's true. Especially if he's doing sister so and so in the church that sits on the on the first okay, row. Okay, next question. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just saying it happens, and no. I know a lot of first ladies like when they their husband first got the ministry, they were not saved. They were out there in the world, and they tell you like, "Look, I still drink my wine." They're like, look, Jesus turned water into wine, so I'm just drinking what Jesus gave us. I'm with I'm Jesus. Like, okay, yeah. Jesus know my heart. Mm-hmm. But that would have to be a very serious conversation betwixt the two of us. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not just going to jump up one day and say, look, Jesus called me to go and be a preacher. And I'm, you know, creating my own church. Like, yeah, it's not going to be a, I'm thinking this today and we doing this next month. Like, this is yeah. going to be a long 
conversation about how this is going to work within this household, within the parameters of our life that we've already built. Because are you still going to maintain your nine to five while you pastor? Like, oh, you have to. Like, how much of my job am I going to need to give up? Are we having to move to do this? Like, Mm -hmm. how big is this? How big? What is your goal? You know, for your church? Mm -hmm. You know, how are you going to get patrons? Like, how involved is this going to be? Is this going to be a uh, all the time thing is it going to build like what what can i expect from this yeah because if you really really are serious yeah yeah so this goes back to what you said earlier because now my train of thought came back you know communication because you said you know we're going to have this conversation this yeah, is just prior nowadays i've seen a lot of relationships the, the big conversation is how much do you make what kind of car do you drive what kind of house do you have and what kind of house you're going to get and that's a communication factor there or that's what you know you get from the first date through the tenth date you know my, he's my man he he makes the six figures he drives a nice car and he's paying my bills this conversation thing you know because you know being as the bible say equally yoked which everybody's taking totally wrong or different uh equally yoked i believe is the mindset you got to have that mindset you know if i if i get out there and do you need to be getting out there and do if you're going to be a stay at home then you're going to be a stay home whether it's the male or female to stay at home but these are the, these are the things quote unquote we need to discuss what happened. So that conversation of having a conversation, uh, yeah. how important is that in a relationship itself? Just finding out who this person is, what they what they want, or what they expect from you. I mean, I feel like that's the number one thing. I mean, I don't even know how you could carry on a relationship without it. I, I mean, how, there's things I don't, you can do besides conversating. Yeah, but that, but I mean, sex ain't. The basis of relationships is I can. Well, that's what I'm thinking. That's the first place my mind went. Well, yeah, it actually I mean, was. Sure there other, yeah, it was. Like you could, it was how I, I don't thinking. have to engage in any conversation. No real conversation with you to have sex. We can do what we need to do and you can get out. Like, I don't really want to talk to you if that's the case. If that's all we're doing, then you better learn your boundaries, good buddy. You, you stay right here in your little box. We do what we do. Get out and don't talk to me until it's time for another appointment because I don't want to get to know you. Because I don't care about your life or your hopes and dreams. I don't care. I don't want to be invested in you. There are but people if I'm that are married based off of sex. But I'm saying. <laughs> but like that's in my head, that is the basis of the relationship that you have with somebody. And that's the only thing they're there for. I don't want to get to know you. I don't care. But for someone that I'm invested in, and that comes as a bonus. And that's something that we do, you know, as one form of intimacy. I don't know, man. That, that's that's not the biggest thing. I feel like you communication see. has to be one of your biggest things. How else are you going to get to know that person? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you can ask how much money do you make and what kind of house you're going to get me. Well, honey, if he already has a house, you could go to his house and see what he like. You could talk about the types of houses you would want. What If he thinks something like a, a game room or a bonus room or a study is the biggest thing that you need to have in your house. Meanwhile, I want a big ass kitchen. Listen. There are conversations we need to have because if I want a brick oven outside in the patio in a pool and you want a big ass, you know, studio or something, we got to accommodate both of these things in our dream house. But if we don't talk about it, then we ain't going to never agree when we go house hunting. I'm just saying. Y'all, it, and I, before I cut off the other two ladies, so, you know, when y'all did the, ep, the separate episodes, which I said I did like what I like, yeah, this is. I think that idea, because, you know, when you hear Constance say something, or she puts something out there, she just puts out there as facts. Okay, I'm through interrupting. <laughs> Jawanda and Monique, go ahead. 
Yeah, I think conversation is essential. I feel like that's one of the foundational things that you need in a relationship. Because if you're not talking to each other, you're not able to see what the other person's goal is or, you know, what you guys may need to fix in your relationship or what can make the relationship better or what you'd like and what you don't like. So, I mean, at the end of the day, conversation and uh, it's not loyalty, it's not the word, but monogamy, it, I think, is the two biggest things with support as well. Okay. If you're into monogamy. No comment. Of course, you're into into monogamy. So I can't even say the word now. Oh, but Lord. I guess you know. I guess that does work. Some people. It's. I don't know. The, today, I feel for you ladies that are out there dating. I feel for you men that are out there dating because, like, the stuff I'm seeing. And like, I again, I have a lot of lady friends, and they come to me and they ask me stuff. I'm like, what? Why would you ask? But okay, I'm sorry I cut you off, Monique. But go ahead. It's fine. I don't have anything new to add. I think, like they said, it's foundational. It's a no brainer. It's necessary. It's the deal breaker for every transition of being with someone. What do we want together? And um, if you don't communicate, then you are essentially going to start working against each other. And so it's just going to not end up the way you think it would. Yeah. What's the point of being with somebody if you can't talk to them? Yeah. You should be able to talk about any and everything with your significant mm-hmm. other. And if you can't, then you need to reevaluate your relationship. But the sex is good. No, that doesn't matter. We still but have to have. Them. But see, like, if you're like me, I cannot have a sexual relationship with you if I am not intellectually stimulated by what you have to offer via discuss- communication. So that doesn't matter. You can have great sex and I'm just totally uninterested and disconnected. But they so make a lot of money. I don't they give make a, a damn. Mm-hmm. All, right. all right. So we've been nice. Now we're going to have the cussing part of the episode. So ladies, open up and start cussing like y'all normally do. What? <laughs> that is not how we what? work as <laughs> podcasters of the Unestablished Podcast. We are very refined women and our communication is very clear. And colorful. <laughs> and colorful. And so that comes out naturally. We can't just perform. But if you want to hear more of what we have to offer, your guests can come on over to the Unestablished Podcast and listen to us every Wednesday, mm-hmm. available as early as 5 o'clock in the morning, you know, perfect for your commute to work. And we'll be more than happy to uh, receive your review of the episode. Leave a comment, hit us up in our DMs, send us an email, and uh, we'll see y'all next time. I, I love it because I tell I tell people I coach like look anytime you can get that shameless plug in, go for it. If it's just exactly. two words, go for it. And I love it. All right. So I, I know on y'all episode, and I'm looking at my time with my lunch break. I know y'all have the wine with wine. I don't have no little special part, but what we gonna do? We gonna do cussing with Shayro today. <laughs> <laughs> so what we go? What we gonna talk about? <laughs> what has you cussing this week? Who's going first? You know, constantly get, get, you know, back in the Baptist, give me an A and B selection. I'm going good and well. She ain't going to do that. How are you going to put cussing in the Baptist selection again? <laughs> Look, I, I love the wine. I'd have done my cussing today. I know. Right. I, I, I love it, though. 
Look, you know, I, I love everything about y'all show. So, you know, I'm going. But look, we haven't cussing with Shayro. What got you cussing? Come on. <laughs> well, I'm not necessarily cussing, but it's the weather. Like, we literally just had two weeks of hot weather. And now I'm outside with a whole wool coat on. Like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Wool coat, Lord. Yes. And I don't want to go outside. Like, I was very subconscious about going outside in this coat because I didn't want somebody to think, like, well, damn, is she anemic or something? Like, she got this <laughs> big-ass coat on in the spring. But it was cold to me. So that's my cuss for the day. It was I don't even know what anemic today. is. And I've heard that all my life. And people tell me something about low blood iron. I still have yes. no iron. idea. Yes. <laughs> That's what it is. All right. All right. Who's next? Who's cussing for us next? Well, I guess Constance's not interested. I don't know what to say. <laughs> it ain't no different than why and why. I don't never know what to, I don't never know. <laughs> I don't know. Shoot. The uh, only thing that kills me sometimes is like <sighs> having younger friends who want to be doing all the things. And I don't be wanting to do that. Um, and like, cause my, my other friend had a birthday dinner, like on Friday. And she was real last minute about it. God bless her sweet Jesus soul. Real and what? I was tired. I said, God bless her sweet Jesus soul. But I was tired that for last Friday when she, so she was, was like, real asthmic. what word did you use? I'm sorry. Huh? Last minute. She, last, last minute. Oh, she was I real last she... minute about it. Like she planned it that Friday. She talked about it Thursday and then planned it that Friday to go mm. out that Friday. Mm. Like we didn't sit down until like nine. Um, yeah. And it was just, it was just weird. All, it was all her college friends. And I was like the old ass at the table. I was like, okay, time to go home. Where is my food? Please bring it into go box. Cause I'm ready to go home. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't want to be sitting here right now. Like I love you. Happy birthday. But we, I, I'm tired. I, I can't, there's nothing to even talk about. Everybody's on their damn phone. We're just sitting here in a lovely, awkward silence, and I'm over it. Okay. So, shout out to being an old lady with young right, friends. And we could be on our phone Jesus. while we out. We could have just face the house. Yeah, right. We could just FaceTime each other. Text me when y'all sing happy birthday. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I guess mine would just be like, even though you got a day off, you still got an adult, so it's not really a day off. Oh. So it just never fails. Like my day off during the week, I still have to do adulting things. I could never, you know, just lay on the couch and lay in the bed and just be me. I got to be out here, you know, paying bills and shit. There's my curse word. (laughs) (laughs) You don't designate like a lazy day? For the weekend. When? When? I mean, usually on Saturdays, I try to, me and EJ, do something together, whether it's just be at home or go somewhere. But, I mean, at some point in that day, I end up doing something. Still adulting. Doing something. It never fails. You pay a mortgage. So, I'm like, if I, if I was paying a mortgage, I'd be like, I'm getting my... Um, all I can out of this market. I can have all the fun I can in this house. Um, <laughs> I mean... Look here. But I want to. I want to go to France. Look here. I pull up on the on the computer. France. Here you go. Eiffel Tower. Oh my God. <laughs> I pay a mortgage. That's if I was paying a mortgage. I'd be like, I pay a mortgage. I get everything I need out of this house. Somebody was saying something about that on TikTok. <laughs> you know what? Got y'all don't know this, but y'all know I I feed the hungry, which means I deliver on a 
uh, platform. Well, I went back to doing people now because people pay more money. And because I'm having car trouble and I have to get do a car through them, I'm like, well, I got to pay for this Smith thing, so I'm doing people. Why, 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 why? At 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and you smell like a weed factory. Oh. And <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, some people believe in an all-day bait instead of just waking uh-huh. bait. They just do it all day. And you know, I'm not, I'm not doing thing about what you like to do or what you do. But you know, we stuffed up in this vehicle, and you got a 20-minute ride, dude. <clears throat> I had to get out and test myself to make sure. Not test. <laughs> I make sure I didn't get a contact high. Look, I've only been oh technically only been high once in my life. That's because uh, one of my friends from Chicago, he was having a party at his house in college. The pregnant woman kept going up in the weed smoking room, and we had to go in there and get her several times that night. So then afterwards, me and my friends, we went to Crystals, and I had enough money to get. Oh my god, I had I got two crystals. Oh my god, the crystal was so good. Whew, I never had a crystal that good in my life. But that's right. only. Official, oh my God, I think about it now. That's the only official time I actually really been high. I tried marijuana when I was 12. It didn't do anything to me. I got back to my parents, got back home. My parents had to go through the other room because I was scared they were going to figure I'd been smoking. My parents were deacon and deaconess wells. So I thought they were going to kill me if they knew I'd been smoking weed, but it didn't do anything to me. So therefore, I never really wanted to try it again because it didn't do anything for me. And as I heard, um, are uh, we speaking of crystal meth here? I just want to be clear. No, no. The food, the restaurant. <laughs> no, oh, the crystals oh. are the game. Oh, <laughs> like white castles. <laughs> the crystals. Well, damn, I know where your mind at, Monique. Because <laughs> you said you ain't never been that high, so I just wanted to make sure. I've never we were been high except same. for that time, but she said crystal <laughs> meth. No, crystals. The rest, you know, y'all from north of the border. I, don't, I think it's white castles up there, maybe. The little square oh. burgers, or whatever. Okay. Okay. Sliders. <laughs> sliders, or whatever. And, and then you, know. you was like, oh, it just tastes so good. I can't she wait to like, have another. Oh, wait, hold on. It was so good. That crystal was the best crystal I ever had. We I think Jesus not- came down himself and made it. <laughs> not Jesus touched your burger. <laughs> Jesus oh, touched my burger. But, you know, with me doing people again, I realized there are crazy people. I just had an episode last night. Picked up these two people like they were getting off from the restaurant. And before we got 20 feet from the restaurant, she socked him. And the dude was like, hey, can you record this? And I turned around and I'm like, she didn't have no shame about it. And I'm like, you know, we ain't had that up in here. Now, look, I'll take y'all back. I don't care how much this trip is. I know I need the money, but I will take you back. They stopped. She hit him again. And this time I think he was trying to hit he was trying he was trying to defend himself. I'm like, look, I'm finna drop y'all off at the QT. And they kept on. I'm like, uh, I'm calling the police on y'all. And yes, brother man snitch, he called the police. Police around the QT. Brother man took off running when they got there. She's up in the store. She tried to play innocent. I'm like, no, she hit him first. <laughs> oh, these these people these peoples are crazy. But I'm I'm I am you pick up the young kid, and you know, you look like, okay, is this going to be the kid that robbed me, whatever, you know. Yes, it'd be judgmental things going on through your head with some things or whatever. And this kid, and he, he's talking uh, the slang and everything. When you get to the ride, okay, sir, thank you very much, and you be safe out there. You too, sir. <laughs> or oh, this one kid, I mean, 
when I first picked him up, I'm like, okay, what's going to happen? Then he started talking to me about quantum physics, and he told me he's already accepted into college and everything. And I'm like, go ahead, bro. I'm I'm with you. Go do that thing. He's like, yeah. You know, a lot of people judge me by my looks, but I'm not a I'm not just a any mop head out there. I'm actually an educated man. Like, okay, good deal. <laughs> Lord, but these people are crazy. So y'all pray for me while I'm out here doing divine deliverance of these peoples. <laughs> and I realize she was delivering the people again. Right. Yeah, not on drugs. She was just feeding the hungry and dropping that bad boy off at their front door. Go. Mm-hmm. Feeding the hungry ain't paying any bills. Then they're like, they're trying to send you $2 feeding the hungry things. I'm like, look here. Guys is more than that. Facts. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, because you know, I got like six minutes on my lunch break. Ladies, I thank you all so much for taking time out of your schedules. I really did not expect you all to just say yes or say yes so quickly, but I do thank you all. (laughs) (laughs) And y'all know I really do rock with you all. You all are the queens of podcasting. I listen to other episodes, and some of those episodes involve ladies who are in their 30s and they're talking about. You know, them not being established where they thought they would be. And I'm like, they they got their platform or whatever from the unestablished ladies. Or they had to have listened to them or maybe you're all friends. I know I listened to one podcast. They are sisters in another fraternity. Not fraternity. Y'all not in fraternity, right? Sorority. Forgive me, because I know how people get sensitive when you when you mess up things there. I have been beat up by a bunch of women because I got some names wrong and, and said the wrong thing. I've been beat up several times over this. <laughs> but they're in the same sorority. They have theirs. I have some others. They are different things. But I listen to them, and I'm like, they had to get their starter. They had to be inspired by the, the ladies of the Unestablished Podcast because as I'm listening to them, the things that they are doing, it's not a direct copying of them, but it's like they have, they went to unestablished school to learn how to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they probably have just similar stories as we do. Just 30 year olds out here trying to make it, Lord Jesus. That's right. Oh, Lord Jesus, yes. 50 year olds <laughs> out here trying to make it. <laughs> For sure. When do we become established, Lord? When? See? Therein lies the question, sir. And only That's you right. can answer that. Mm-hmm. You know, as you say, there's levels to this shit, right? Levels. For sure. All right. Still, ladies, 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 I know Monique threw the shameless plug out there earlier, but if you'd like to throw out there for your individuality where people can find you or something you might have coming up, you're going to be a guest star on the sister show on BET or something. Oh, I wish. <laughs> you you better that into existence. I was down by his studios the other night doing <laughs> divine deliverance. <laughs> <laughs> but tell us where, who, what, why, what, all that good stuff. Um, if they want to know more about us they can definitely hit us up on our instagram or our tiktok it's unestablished podcast um, if you guys want to send us an email you can hit us up at unestablished podcast at gmail.com um if for some reason you want to um message us individually if you go to the unestablished instagram it has all of our handles on the bio and you can click that and look at our pages there yes yes Thank you for having us on. Yes. During your lunch break, no less. I know, right? <laughs> Working hard. <laughs> Go the eat. The side hustle. Please. The hustle. 
Area. Yeah, look, when I finish this, I have another meeting with my Toastmasters group. Then my client just hit me up because she hit me up, said, okay, I'm on Zoom. I'm ready to go over it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so we got to, she's like, well, we can go, we can meet up after the Toastmasters meeting. I'm like, okay. Then I got to go out and do some divine deliverance tonight because a brother needs them coins. And I say, I need those foes. Not, not coins. I need them foes. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> We're going to do that. Then again, I got to profusely apologize to Monica's voice at some point because I pissed her off. I'm good at doing that, at pissing people off. I think that should be my staple. I could say that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I believe that wholeheartedly. But it's okay. Oh my gosh. Just, it's just, your thing. Just, just create a well, a well written apology. Text it mm -hmm. and say it. Mm -hmm. And just okay. keep aggravating her and let, well, let her me see how this light. sounds. Look here, I'm sorry, damn it. When are you gonna talk okay. to me? No. How's that work? No. We did not. No. Damn it, I said I'm sorry. When are you gonna forgive me? You gotta no. curse at her. Just say okay, okay. Monica. Don't curse. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Look at okay. girl. We've been friends for thirty some years. When are you gonna forgive me? All right. Mm -hmm. I can do that in the Lawrence Lawrence Fishborn voice when he was um Turner. Like I turn. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's going to work for you. Go, well, we go, go, go with that. that. Go with that. Look up. You know you can't live without me. I can't live without you. Let's, let, I'm, I'm sorry. It's giving anime right. eat the cake. You're right. I'm not a fan. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Now, come on. When are we going to record this doggone podcast? <laughs> 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 and I'm saying all this because she is going to she is going to watch. I told her I had she like, oh, I'm so happy for you. So I'm like, oh, so you're speaking to me. Click. I'm like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. That's just to let you know she was still alive. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can count my friends on one finger. So, therefore, I am known for losing friends, but it's something I don't know to lose. Thank you. Embarrassing. What's all of that? I don't want to lose you as a friend. Right? You're my oh, only yeah. star. You all I got. You all, all right. I got, girl. Make it that sounds sentimental. But okay. That's usually my... how apologies go when you fuck up. But, you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I've, I fucked up. I know. You said. <laughs> be well, be I, vulnerable. I told, her, I told her that. I said I fucked up. That's not an apology. You acknowledged it. That's good. But that's not an apology. <laughs> Take it a step further. Yeah, you gotta you gotta keep going. Good girl. I fucked okay. up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and then when you started this little girl, we got to I must go. Right. Six thirty. It's time it, for you to make it. It's our time. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Um we'll get all this posted. So thank you so very much. I hope y'all have a wonderful rest of the day, evening, week, whatever. Make a make a lot of money, all right? Cheers. Oh, work on that. Right. Yeah, you so cheers much. with our non existent wines and stuff like that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cheers. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Hi, this is Shayro. Thank you for being a listener to my podcast. You can support this podcast by buying me a coffee. Yes, you can go to buymeacoffee.com 
slash Shayro, C-H-E-T-R-O, and donate to the What Shayro Thinks About It podcast. The money collected will be used to purchase additional equipment for the podcast. Remember, that is buymeacoffee.com slash Shayro, C-H-E-T-R-O. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Well, my time here is done. That is all that is on my mind for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode and thank you for allowing me to serve you. Please listen, like, share, and subscribe to my podcast here at anchor.fm slash Shayro. And I can now be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Radio Public, Stitcher, Pocket Cast as well. Remember to give me a five-star rating and a positive review where available. Tell your friends and your enemies about what Shayro thinks about it. A production of Shayro LLC where I build confidence by using your situation as motivation. Contact me for speaking events, panel discussions, coaching, speech writing, and mock interviews at Speaks at gmail.com. That's C-H-E-T-R-O-S-P-E-A-K-S at gmail.com. Leave a voice message via a link on the podcast website. You can follow me on Facebook at Speaks. Instagram, what Shayro thinks about it, underscore podcast. Thinks has no I in it. I'm also on Instagram at Shayro underscore LLC, C-H-E-T-R-O underscore LLC. Please click the support button or buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash Shayro, C-H-E-T-R-O. Your support is greatly appreciated. Thanks for joining in. Oh, to become a better leader, communicator, and speaker, Learn more at Toastmasters.org. Until next time, I am Shayro, and this has been What Shayro Thinks About It.